Hey, how's it going? Girl in the Valley here. It's almost 80 degrees and it's about noon, almost noon, here in the Valley and I'm living for it. I feel like I'm ready ret to retire. Um, I was chilling in the sun trying to continue to write. I've kind of found this like passion for writing, even though it's fucking hard. I don't know if you got to check it out, but if you hit the link in my Instagram or go to girlinthevalleypodcast.com, you can catch my most recent article. It was actually published by San Jose Inside. I think I have the link up. I'll have to double check that. I kind of been messing around with everything all weekend. Um, writing is hard, man. So has everybody checked out the Bay and Jay album? It's funny, it came out on a Saturday. I was in a lift and I started getting all the notifications that they had dropped an album and I was like, fuck, I'm committed. I was going to an event here in uh, San Jose and I was like, fuck, I'd rather go home and like sip on something and have like a private listening party. So I go to the event anyway. It was cool. I It helps me... Um, not that I ever feel bad for being single, but it really makes me like pretty secure in my choices. So I did end up downloading Bumble and Tinder again. <clears throat> I have not talked to one person. I It's funny because the swiping aspect when say a couple months ago, it was even fun to swipe and just look at people and like fuck around. I don't even remember I have the apps. I can't even bear to like spend so much time on them. But um, I was at this event, and this is why this fool comes up to me, and he's like, you're really pretty, and I'm like, thank you. And seriously, within the first, I think it was like, what's your name? And I was like, Patricia. And I had no interest. It's very hard for me to like be like, make fake conversation or... You know, I was just trying, but he was like, oh yeah, and I like own my own place, and I own a business, and I this, and then all of a sudden he's like, so do you live alone, or do you have a roommate? Like, straight up first question about myself. And I was like, well, that's fucking creepy. Like, that's my instant response, and um, it's great because I had a really good friend with me, and she was like, yeah, that's a little inappropriate. Like, what are you going to do? Like... Do not do that. So, not feeling bad about being single lately. And it's funny here. I, I fuck. <clears throat> so many thoughts. So, I was talking to this chick, right? I just met her. She's talking about being newly single after four years. And she wants to get on apps. And I'm like, no, don't bother. Like, I'm totally, don't even bother. I'm like, get on a plane. Go somewhere. Go travel. Experience things. Because I've always said this. Like, my soulmate, let's call it, is not in the valley. It's just not even in probably in a hundred mile, mile radius of where I live. Um, I just feel that. I just feel that I do, in a sense, live in a big city, but it's a small city. And everybody's starting to look the same and be the same. And I was even talking about that the other day about influencers. So Kim Kardashian is, you know, the number one influencer. She kind of started this whole trend of being an influencer. And if you start to learn about influencers and, like, look at their Instagram pages, they all fucking look like Kim Kardashian in a sense. They have the same cheekbone, you know, they're all striving with the same filler and Botox and makeup and look. And that is fucking boring for me. 
I probably, I can't say, oh yeah, and I stand out, I'm this and I'm that. I'm just saying like, as a canvas to life, it's starting to be fucking boring. Every single guy on Bumble has a duck face, holding a fish, and is not here for a serious relationship. And it's just like, it's all the same. And so I'm really finding fucking social media, f or not. I'm really finding a lot of things boring lately. I don't know if I'm in some sort of lull or if I need, well, I am getting on a plane soon. Thank the Lord. But um, I was talking to another friend of mine yesterday and she's all head over heels eight weeks in, right? Great. Like I totally like love everything that she's told me and I love that she's happy, but she's also doing what I would maybe tend to do and what I really see in my, I have seen in myself and kind of corrected. She was in a hurry. She's in a hurry to see what it's going to be. She's in a hurry to change behavior of the man to just kind of fit a mold. And she does get upset when things happen, like nothing major, but you know, like commitment to word, commitment to time, which you know me, girl, if somebody in on time, I'm lit, I'm probably gone. So I get being fed up, but in a sense, she's already convinced this is the one. And great, I don't know what that feeling is like, but what if he is the one that changes this behavior that only drives herself crazy and gets corrected in a sense for her next relationship? And I think that's really important to understand is like, if you can settle down a bit and um, kind of take the relationship for what it is, if you are genuinely happy and there's just a couple little things, roll with that shit. Like the girl I met at the festival, she's out of a new four-year relationship and she's already like hot and easy to date. And I'm like, date yourself. Take yourself somewhere. Like, girl, just be you and let shit happen because... I'm telling you right now, these apps have changed. Um, I think I've been on them for too fucking damn long, on and off. And at first, it was pretty genuine, and then it turned into this sex thing, and now it's like, I hopped on there after six months and I still saw all the same dudes, and there's no conversation, nobody's conversing, nobody's reaching out, nobody's saying anything appropriate. It's just, and it's funny, because I read a study about um, younger people having less sex and I don't know if that's them controlling sexual partners or you know some kind of numbers when you go to the doctor or STDs but I heard the STDs are up in the San Francisco Bay Area so you best believe I'm staying away from everybody um, I don't be trusting nobody with all these apps but I was actually having a conversation with a friend I'm like do you think sex is down because these apps have ruined it getting I'm telling you, I don't get laid ever because it's too fucking easy and it's boring. And I like it. Not that I like the challenge of getting laid, but I like the challenge of like seeing if there's real chemistry, seeing if there's some compatibility. Like I think the last time I had that is when I met the submarine. I mean, it was so natural that it was exciting. And I'm just talking about the first time. Like it was exciting, it was new, it made, you know, it made you feel some type of way. And I feel like with these apps, it's like, hey, how are you? Do you want a Netflix and chill? And then you're like walking into somebody's home you've never met and you're like, yeah, we're gonna fuck because we're gonna fuck, but 
you're just fucking. There's no passion. There's no build up. There's because we forgot to date. We're not dating. And everybody says dating sucks. And I'm sure I've said it before, but I also think dating should be fun. Like it, no man has to take a girl to a five course meal as a first date, but you can do anything to make it exciting and get to know each other. And then just imagine the possibilities of like some kind of natural chemistry or desire popping up. Um, and I was thinking about my dating experiences, which, you know, pretty much the gist of them from the last eight months, maybe some shit I've thrown in from my history and I'm writing my next blog and I'm thinking, how do I put myself out there and kind of explain why I, why I'm so concerned with dating? Because I'm concerned with dating because I've never fucking really done it. And now I'm 36 and I'm trying and it's fucked. It's nothing like a movie. It's nothing exciting. People aren't even talking to people. Like, I, I will, like I said, you will hear about a man when I get shook. When I meet somebody in public and the conversation's good and everything lights up and I even want to text that person. And if you know me, text message is not my strong game. I just went through my text message yesterday. I think there was like 40 something. I'm like, fuck. I read them all in a sense. I glanced at them, but I didn't reply to any of them. So how to do that yesterday. So I'm thinking about my history, right? So I'm 14. I have my first so-called high school boyfriend. Horrific. We all know he physically abused me. Um, I'm super fucking young. I get out of that one. Great. 18. I meet another guy. Hell's angel. Um, relationship in a sense but when you're 18 do you really have a boyfriend so I'm explaining that and I'm like so where did I go from there I think I started wilding out a little bit I did date a guy a couple times like he took me on dates and he was so great um and I think we were around 21 22 I would say probably like 22 something like that great guy still friends to this day but I had no interest in dating and it had nothing to do with him. It just was like every, it, I think I, what happened is I was dating these like kind of controlling, abusive, unhealthy men um, without even realizing it. Like, fuck, you're 14, you're 18. You don't really know. You think this is love, like kind of fucks you up. I don't even know. I honestly, I don't have many memories of either. And I don't have a lot of memories of a lot of things probably from all the benzos I popped at a young age, or I believe when you have a really, like when my dad passed away, that was the biggest tragedy in my life. And any memory from before that day where I got that news, they're steady, like slowly coming back. Um, I don't have a lot of memories of things. I don't even remember some movies, some songs, like friendships. I just kind of went blank. Maybe it's PTSD. Maybe I went through some psychological bullshit. I don't know. Um, but I'm working on it. So I go from an abusing man to a hell's angel who's kind of the same to dating this really nice guy at 22. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I'm talking about like real dates, super cool, but I'm not into dating. That's just not my thing. I end up packing and leaving and moving away from the Bay Area. Had to get away. So... I spend five years in another spot and I date athletes. Um, 
I don't know why. I do remember the first athlete I dated was we were hooked up by mutual friends and I really didn't have any interest, but I think men tend to find me challenging because I'm not a big woo, let's date or you are, you know, I don't know what it is. I was still very young and I've always been this like social butterfly, go at your own pace, do your own thing and answer to nobody. And in a respectful way, of course. But I went to then dating an athlete. And when I dated this athlete, we're dating, but we're not dating. We spend a lot of time together with his crew. We're rolling around in Hummer limos, going bowling at the biggest spots, driving up to the city, eating at Ruth Chris. You know, we're like 23, 24 years old and this fool's making a couple million dollars a year and we don't give a shit. So it's fun, but it's not a relationship. I can't even tell you really jack shit about him except probably what school he went to and what teams he played for. We had frivolous fun. So that was then kind of the start to what I started to date. And then that didn't work. And I met some like famous drug dealer, which is like totally a story for another time. I always dated these kind of like powerful in their own right in the cities I was in, who I, I feel they found me a challenge and I let them chase me and then and then that was that. That was fun. I dated a couple more um, athletes after that. And I, like when I say dating, we just summers of wilding out on boats and, you know, just super fun. But I never learned how to, I was never really courted. I was more pursued like um, some kind of prey, you know, because I, I can remember the first athlete that I did date that my, was hooked up by a mutual friend. I think he called me for a couple months before I was like, what the fuck do you want? Like, I'm not playing. When I tell you I am busy, I am busy. I was going to school. I was working three jobs. Like, I love to stay busy. And he wasn't getting that attention that he was used to. And I wasn't playing a game. I was just doing me. And then, then I fell for that shit. But you know what? If I look back at it, not a total horrible guy in any sense. He's a young we call them unhealthy men in a sense where the respect for a relationship or a woman in the sense of dating just wasn't there. He came from a great family and all we did was have fun. Now, are we friends? No, we don't speak. We don't. But the greatest part is that I got really great friends out of his crew. Like, I'm still really good friends with one of his homeboys and like I'm friends with his wife now. And it's just a really cool connection. So I appreciate that part of it. And I've moved on from whatever bullshit went on. I dated, um, and, and I use that term really loosely because I still, at 36, do not believe I've been in a healthy relationship, um, like a real traditional boyfriend-girlfriend relationship. I have um, had friends who were fun and we had some sort of intimate relationship or something like that. I mean, there was a lot of trust. I remember one of the guys I dated, any car I wanted for the day I could take. I was driving around $100,000 cars, you know, and I'm 24, 25, just living it up. Um, but the whole basis of like a dating relationship thing, I don't know what the fuck that is. 
and I'm still struggling with knowing what that is. Um, I dated another guy who um, was probably one of the best guys in a sense I dated, but again, we weren't exclusive. We did go to dinners and stuff. Um, we did have more conversation, but his job is not something I'm even going to tell you on this, this air right now because he was a different type that if I were to say it, some people would be even shocked. But the respect that he had for me did not go unnoticed. But we knew what it was. It wasn't a, we're going to, this is just what it was. And so now, I, I think I was probably 27, 28 around there. And then I decided to move back to the Bay. Um, I just had made a decision on what I was going to do. My entire family's here. It was time to build my own business, and I had to decide where I was going to do that and where I was going to be the most successful. So I move home. I'm 28 years old, and I'm starting a business. And so I did. And I didn't do anything else. I didn't date. I didn't fuck. There were no fucking apps yet, I don't think. I think that came... I think I started jumping onto an app, I would say, 30, 31... I don't know. I'd have to like do some serious fucking research. But I can tell you the first dude I talked to off there. But So I end up building a business. Let's call it six years. I, I wasn't even sleeping with nobody. I was just doing my thing. And then I did end up, funny part, meeting another athlete who kind of tried to hunt me down. And that was like a whirlwind romance, we'll call it. It was nothing serious. And I was 30 then. I think I was 30. And I don't think apps were out yet. I'd have to check the year he got drafted to, <laughs> to see when that was. So cool. And I know a lot of people are going to come at me with like, Oh, you're a fucking cleat chaser. Nawful. This girl never chased no cleats. Cleats fucking chase me. But it was fun. There was nothing. It, it wasn't as what it is now. Basketball wise wasn't out. Wags wasn't out. You know. It wasn't like that. It was a bunch of young people in the same vicinity, like hanging out at the same places, and they played for the local team. So then what did I do? So then I started jumping on apps, and that never worked. And I still, I think at a point, I wasn't looking for a relationship. I think I was looking for that texting buddy, almost that boost your ego, has something to talk about, flirty bullshit and the first guy I met off tinder I don't think we met for almost two years and not that we kept that much in touch but it was kind of like always this flirty fun thing we went back to and rewind to now and I still I started wait so before my dad passed away I wasn't dating anybody I wasn't even doing anything. I wasn't on an app. I was just still, I'd moved into a bigger place and I kind of was still setting up shop. I was still working on my business. And now we're here. My dad passes away. I'm trying to fill something. I'm trying to live, you know, so many things happen to you when you go through a tragedy. Some shocking, no fucking notice bullshit. And I lost myself and I ended up um, dating the homeless guy who owns a big bar out here and we had uh, met before years prior and we always kind of had this like flirty thing when we saw each other and then it turned into um, him asking me out on a date 
And we did. We went on a date. And then we started spending time together. But time when it was convenient to him until I learned that he actually had a girlfriend. And mind you, my dad had been passed away for a couple months. Who the fuck knows? I probably was popping benzos and drinking too much and just trying to feel, you know, fucking drown myself in a sense. And, but I'm also like looking for some kind of love. I'm not looking to replace my dad. Nobody could fucking replace my dad. Um, but I was looking for comfort maybe. And we, we didn't work. We would have never worked. I actually saw him at this festival and it was disgusting because it was funny. He's still with his girlfriend that he was with when he was dating me. But that, that kind of started this whole term, turmoil kind of concernment of dating. This man is older than I am. He's an established business owner. He's very smart, which if anybody knows me, we call him the homeless man because he almost looks like he's homeless, but I am attracted to brains. There's a word for that. I can't remember what it is, but if you can remind me, hit me on the DM. I'm attracted to brains. If I lined up a photo of every guy I dated, you'd be like, what the fuck? When people are like, what's your type? I'm like, smart as fuck. <laughs> like, besides that, I don't know. So, okay, so I date the homeless guy for, we'll call it like two months, and that's even that, until his girlfriend tapped me on the shoulder and was like, blah, 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 and I was like, bitch, I ain't doing nothing wrong, I had no idea, get the fuck out of here, we're done, right? So, on to the next one, but we're going to take a little break, we got a little, uh, little something for you to hear, we'll be right back. And we're back! So, so now I'm really into, like trying to date. I, I'm kind of like, you know, who did I date after that? Oh goodness. So then I go traveling outside of the U.S. I have the uh, greatest time. Nobody gives a shit about the homeless guy anymore. I'm starting to heal from the passing of my father. And I come home in the first weekend, I'm out on the town. And I'm going to tell you, traveling outside of where you live is the most exhilarating, growing, loving. I felt alive. I felt like a new person. So I'm back in my city. It's the first weekend. I'm meeting up with all my friends. I got this different glow about me. We're partying. We're hopping from place to place. We're downtown. Then we're this other downtown and we're just moving and grooving. And we're at this really small, uh, popular bar that has like kind of a dance floor and I think I'm walking through and a man grabs me and if y'all I do not like to be grabbed out of the blue so I became a little defensive and he was like you're the most beautiful woman in the world and he's like I think he even said I was gonna marry you which we all know how many times I've heard that so we're done with that and he starts speaking like more conversation and I'm like oh my gosh you're from Northern Ireland and he was like how do you know that and I'm like I can tell by your accent and I'm actually I was like I just got home from there that's actually my was my last stop and I'm just getting home from there and he's like now we've got this connection he's like way too young for me but he lied about his age and he was still too young for me I think he told me he was 25 um but he was really 21 yeah, that was awkward. But we had this on-off kind of, um, 
again, not a relationship and we weren't dating. It was more of a texting and going out and having fun and then rolling home. So that cuts off because I don't know if y'all ever dated somebody 14 years younger than yourself and that shit gets a little awkward with the behavior. <clears throat> so I take a break. I'm like, I'm not fucking dating. Like, I'm cool. I start playing golf again. Um, so I'm still growing. I'm still like working on myself with the whole passing of my dad. I mean, but I'm still trying to fill some void I thought that needed to be filled. So fast forward months. Um, it was about seven months. And it's about to be a year from that seven months. And I'm like, I'm going to sign up on Tinder or something. So I signed up on Tinder. Um, I don't know if Bumble, I think Bumble was just still kind of like, uh, I don't know, it's too complicated. I just got on Tinder. And within a couple swipes, I see this really fucking handsome man and some lame fucking bio. And we match. And I obviously fell for that one. And he is the submarine. So we are a year later, and I am 36, and I still have not been in a relationship. I have not dated somebody properly. I haven't felt that thing that people feel. Um, I'm still kind of on the I don't really fucking care to date because I am doing so many things again, kind of like that time when I moved home and started building my business. I had a guy recently ask me like, hey, when I when can I take you to dinner? And I feel like a dick because I'm like, I gotta look at my schedule, but my schedule's insane. I work a lot. I mean, obviously, I'm going to work today too, by the way, it's just noon here in California. I still can pop off to work. The luxury of working for yourself. I got plans tonight, I got plans tomorrow night, I got plans Thursday night, I got plans Friday night, and I'm hoping to take off for the weekend and get the fuck out of here, so. The whole commitment thing for me, as much as I like to say it's like some sort of phobia, like I don't like commitment, like when I signed with Age of Radio, they kind of like, I, I, I don't even know how many times I was like, but I have commitment issues. Like, I don't want to sign a contract. I don't want to do it. But I did. And I'm loving it. So where and what do I do? And where do I learn these things that I tell my friends like, you know, date a guy and learn from it and maybe it'll be better for the next one. Where do I learn these things? Where do I get this stuff? Um, or is that even something I'm interested in? And I think I'm not. I've told you many times before, my goals and my visions of my life are so fucking far-fetched. There's only a few people in my life that I can tell them because in a sense, they think I'm on that Kanye shit, and 100% I am, because I believe this life has many twists and turns, and the unexpected is my favorite, and I don't have time to be chasing something that I'm not even sure will fulfill me. But again, if I get shook, I'm all for it. So, um, I'm deleting Bumble. <laughs> I actually, I think I have one match. I think they've all expired. I don't, you know, I just, I could be clever if I wanted to be in some sort of text message to 30 different dudes in 24 hours, but where's the fun in that? 
And where's the fun when only 30% reply? Like, I'd rather put my phone number on there and see who has the fucking balls to call me. And then we'll have a conversation. That would be kind of funny. That'd be an experiment. But I think I would get a lot of... One, I think I'd get a lot of text messages. So those would be instant blocks. And I think I'd get a lot of creepy shit. Maybe I'll come up with a better, like, social experiment to see what's going to happen. So... There's a little bit of history about why dating is not my forte. Um, I'm all about having fun. So I'm going to continue to blog. I'm going to continue to uh, put a little bit more background into some of these stories, which I think will make them kind of juicy. Like the guy with the job that I can't even tell you about because the judgment's going to be real, which doesn't bother me at all. But... Um, I think it will be better explained in uh, words I can just put on paper and tell you why it didn't matter and it didn't phase me at the moment. I think that I've learned a lot from everybody I've ever come across and the respect that that man showed me is respect that I haven't gotten from a lot of outsiders. And I think that's why to this day I still kind of, we don't talk, we're not friends, we never were friends in a sense. You know, they say you should build a friendship and then date. We didn't date, we had something. But it, it kind of reminds me that, I guess to not, the thing is, is I'm so open about everything and I will share everything. And I'm not scared of what you, anybody says back to me. I do prefer constructive criticism over talking shit to me if you're going to slide in my DMs. But th that man to me was never defined by his job. It was He was defined by the actions and the respect he showed me. And that's about as simple as that. And so when you read about it in the next blog, I think it's going to shock the fuck out of you. Because I already dropped the athletes and drug dealers, hell's angels... Crazy shit, man. I've lived a crazy life already. I've got so many stories that I've been thinking about that I don't share often with, I mean, close friends know them. They've been brought up in weird situations. Like, I have a huge uh, scar on my lip because um, some dude straight up knocked me right in the face and I didn't even know him. Um, I've got some stories to share and I'm just hoping they can be read with love and understanding and just a story, a story about my life and it kind of be a new perspective and kind of maybe can help you, you help me figure out what the fuck is my next step if I'm going to date. But we'll get back to that. I enjoy every moment with you. It's Tuesday. It's June. I believe it's June 20th. It's June 19th. I'm way off. I keep thinking like 4th of July is next week. And I've been trying to make plans of where I'm going to go. And I'm conflicted. So thank you for listening. Listen to the previous episodes to learn about the submarine. I did start numbering them chronologically. So people, they're a little bit easier to follow. And catch up on the blog. It's going to be kind of... It's going to tie into the podcast. But I'm going to... Put a little bit more maybe detail in there um, explaining certain things of episodes. So 
I appreciate you listening. You can follow me on Instagram at Girl in the Valley Podcast. We also boosted uh, our new website to yesterday or Saturday. Shit, I'm really lost with time right now. So, girlinthevalleypodcast.com. There's not much going on up there, but there's the first blog. There's the link to iTunes. There's the link to Facebook. Be sure to drop a review on iTunes. I'd really appreciate it. If you listen and you've got some opinions, hit me in the DM or hit me on the iTunes. Everybody have a great week, and I'll be back. Who knows? The mood strikes me often. So have a good day.